I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What's going on, everybody? And welcome to the Daily Transcendence Podcast. I'm G.O.D. And I'm Ray. And we're your hosts. Take a journey with us into the realms of some of humanity's most inner thoughts and theories about what lies before us and beyond the other side. Take a step back with us from the day-to-day heavy burdens of this constant evolving life. From awakening the collective, astrology, the spiritual divine, holistic health, shamanism, and quantum theory, to the frequencies and vibrations of our universe, history, religion, numerology, and so much more. We spend countless hours researching to bring you the breakdown of information from some of the greatest minds in these fields and even our own experiences. We're here to challenge your thoughts so that you can reshape your own minds and beliefs into ones that better serve you. We hope you enjoy the discussions about the supernatural and the ancient knowledge that we have become so fond of, and we wish to share with you so that it may also help you on your quest in this human experience we're living. Let the transcendence begin. Godspeed and share on. Like and subscribe to The Daily Transcendence on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. To show support for the show, we ask you to join us on all social media platforms, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Patreon, and YouTube. There you can find more content, updates on new episodes, and more personal interactions from both Gio and I. We want to hear from you all and connect, so message us or email us at thedailytranscendence at gmail.com. As always, we entirely appreciate your support in allowing us to bring you this transmission. And welcome back to the Daily Transcendence podcast. I'm your host, Ray, here with my co-host, G-O-D. Gio, how we doing? Doing wonderful, especially on this very special day. At least to us, it is a special day. Yeah. It's been a year. One year. Happy birthday to the Daily Transcendence. Happy solar return to the Transcendence. Yeah, we ran our chart. Eventually, we're going to do a a little video on that, show people how to do... um, astrological readings for like businesses and events and certain things that basically just aren't human, but you know, when events happen. So that'd be considered vocational, right? Vocational astrology. Uh, I think that's vocation is job. So yeah, maybe. Yeah. I think you could do okay. it for like, the, yeah, okay. for like businesses and stuff. So yeah, yeah. I think it falls yeah, on right. that. Well, I mean, cause I was all you know, related to anything. You're related to a, the election, uh, which electional, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, wh- whatever it's called, we're gonna we're gonna. I went over it, and it was it was incredible. It was very synchronistic. A lot of things in the uh, the third house, which is the house of communication. So yeah. I was I was uh, very impressed that its astrology has been just holding its own with everything uh, from seeping through the matrix code as we're what we're gonna go over tonight. Um, how it's seeping through everything from the Travis Scott concert to what's going on just on the global scale. And most people around the truth community and just around the world are talking about these conspiracy theories and how, you know, there's this evil plan and evil plot against humanity, which 
we won't say isn't true. You know, like, of course, there's bad people and bad things that are being done and deliberately. But what we find most intriguing is that we're seeing the synchronicity with astrology itself, as we always say, is that it's it's the mother of all things when it comes to events. It's what's giving us the probability, almost like the weather report, 80% chance of rain today, grab your umbrella, you know, so that type of mindset when going into it. And so we, we really want to try to pierce the veil of, you know, is, are these things happening due to probability more than the planned conspiracy that is the conspiracy itself an underlying event that is influenced by the stars and by what's going on on the cosmic uh, clock. So we f- we find that that that's <laughs> intuitively. I'm gonna say I feel that that's what it's gonna end up being. Is more so is that it's almost like we're strings on pu- you know we're puppets with strings, uh, you know, and that's a metaphor. I'm not saying absolutely there's free will, but when it comes down to it, people that are more unconscious or more susceptible to being influenced by their thoughts and their surroundings and stuff, that they're going to kind of abide to the astrological clock more than anything. Absolutely. There's definitely many, many layers to the occurrences as we're seeing. And, you know, it's funny to see a lot of people, even not necessarily in the community, that are kind of hopping on a bandwagon as well. Uh, you know, like you said, with the whole Travis Scott thing as well. Um, But this is something that's been seen constantly with all different types of conspiracies and exactly what we've been talking about all along, the pointing of the finger, who done it. You know, it's the layers need to be understood a little bit more in a sense to get past that question of who done it. And, you know, that's what we're going to continue to keep breaking down. Um, and like you said, we will go in, we will go into that and show the deeper layers of how the, you know, how it is slipping through Matrix code is talking to us. It is showing, showing itself, um, in a sense. And now it's just the fact of, are we, you know, are we, is, is there an intensified energy? Is it being intensified? Um, you know, what could that possibly be? Um, with it coming more to the surface and to our awareness as well. But yeah. So, I mean, and what, what a, what a crazy timing of this all coming to be and coming to fruition, even just, you know, now that the podcast has been around for a year, uh, just kind of the overall journey of it has been insane. Uh, like I, something that's so funny that me and you keep seeing is how we'll dive into something and we'll start contemplating something, talking about it together. Mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, it's just boom. Something's now all of a sudden the talk, you know, it's a big topic. It's popping up. People are talking about it. And it's like, wow, it's like, you know, this this is the, one of the many joys of, you know, starting to understand things in a certain way, because then you start to tap into or have an awareness of the matrix code. And being able to already kind of like jump forward in that, you know, peeking a little bit behind the veil in a sort of way. Uh, So, yeah, it's been it's been quite the journey, though, for sure, over this past year. 
A lot of ups, downs, blood, sweat, and tears. <laughs> what a time. Yeah. What a time to start a podcast. Oh, yeah. And uh, the fact is, is we, we've had to learn as we go um, and keep up with the pace of all this stuff. And to be honest with you, I wouldn't go back. You know, Matt says it all the time and I hear a bunch of people. It's like, would you go back after experiencing all this? Like, yeah, life before the the pandemic and all that. Yeah, there was a normalcy, but was it normal? Uh, And and now that with certain aspects and areas in life, would you go back and the trade-off would be taking away what you've learned and what you've seen. And I think a lot of us at this point, regardless of how maybe perfect your life was or how much you were secure in your life before it, it has been doing nothing but teaching us uh, and allowing us to see through that. And and Gio, really, you're not kidding. When that when that matrix code pops up, mm. it's it seems like the synchronicity of that is just in your face. There's no hiding anymore. When they say like they've removed, like the, the veil has been removed. I, I see it in every aspect of my life to the point where a lot of people 10 years ago would have took circumstances and things that repeat and patterns and say, Hey, you're overthinking it. You know, you're a conspiracy theorist. And I could, I'm going to have to uh, disagree with those people at this point, because due to the amount of synchronicity and patterns and things popping up, me and Gio call it the the matrix code now. And Mm -hmm. that's what you would call, what Matt would call the reality screen or what the uh, Mayans called uh, the Maya, uh, the illusion of reality. And so it's funny. It's like reality has its own language. And if there was something I took from the last year of say doing the podcast, reading and studying, uh, continuing hard, hard work and hard, like unbiased research, trying to not tip to any side of, of a belief system and really abiding to that Gemini North node that we have been in for the past two years that with that's probably the hardest thing. And I could see how people fall into paradigms and, and belief systems and structures because they feel like they're being led to the truth and led to the answer. And yet life is full of illusions and full of these detour paths that you, that we can all take that really wasn't close to the answer and that the answer ends up being a lot more simplex, I guess, because it's not, it's, it's, it's your own truth and it's what you experience more than anything else that the universe talks to you straight Mm -hmm. to you. And when you then see that and it starts to communicate and then you stick your ear out more and say, wait, what'd you say? It starts to be louder and it starts to show you more of the truth that you're seeking. But if you're if you're stuck on a belief system, you the veil will be thick. You will only see through those eyes. And th- by doing a podcast like this, and I, I say this to anybody who would ever want to start one, say more of truth seeking and occults and just just discussing the world and, and the ideas based around it, you have to go into this work with a purely unbiased and speculative mindset. And that's what I've learned from the past year of doing daily transcendence. And that to not expect that the truth is coming tomorrow, the week after or whatever, and that it's a journey. It's about the, the, the you know, it's about the, the long walk you take opposed to where you're going to, ha- where you're going to end up. Yeah. 
that's definitely something that really has like um brought out in both of us is is having to constantly when observing certain things asking ourselves why why are we why are we doing it you know what you know what's the intention behind coming to a knowing or an understanding or potential understanding and you know even being able to have the discernment for for what we're going into you know and being able to see it in that way it's 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 challenged us um it's challenged us in a way that was revealing but also kept us going and kept us not <coughs> falling definitive on certain things more so falling definitive on maybe the patterns of things that we're seeing and the connection. Um, but I think, and I think that's been the strong suit all along in this whole thing uh, because with it, it's, we've been able to um, experience more of this certain coding and this, and this, the way the algorithm, I guess, of the matrix is um, it brought an awareness to us to be able to see it unfold in such ways that really seems like man like that's just too good a timing you know it's not coincidence because we know we're like nuts is coincidence there's reasoning and stuff and you know we're not sitting here pointing out it's the jesuits or you know illuminati or you know this this politician or anything it's just the fact that it's like there is a specific nature to all of reality to all things and it reflects on the the most minute levels to the more macro levels and it just shows in and out and you can see that when you come to a specific awareness and being able to connect all these little synchronicities and to see them in that way um and then in change what it does is it allows you to see it in your everyday life, in the way you move, in the way you talk, the way you think, the way you present yourself, um, you know, any sort of experiences that come your way. Um, and you're you're better able to just kind of be like, huh, all right, maybe this doesn't need so much of an emphasis. Maybe this doesn't need so much attention. Or maybe I can put more energy into this area of my life. You know, maybe I need to set something aside you know, pick something up. Um, and I think that's, the, that's the, the beauty of this whole entire journey for us and for anybody else that's, that's coming to this as well. You know, that's the other thing too, you were saying about um, the whole like normality of this past year or two. And, and, and if we want to go back and everything, I think for a lot of people, it's helped show, it doesn't matter where they are, on their path. I think for a lot of people, it has shown them that, wow, okay, things were not as glitz and glam as we thought, or some things that we thought were normal were not normal at all. It got us to, it got a lot of us to question at least something in our lives, everybody, not just the truth community, not just the, but like the entire collective all had to have a a wake up moment in some way or another. Some fell into denial and some felt to, you know, kind of, um, you know, let that, let the, you know, let ignorance be bliss. Um, other people have questioned more so 
of what we're doing here. What's going on? What are we partaking in? You know, and to the degree of which that is, it's, it depends on each individual and stuff. But, you know, this is this is why we put the importance on everything. Just as you're seeing everything unfold, um, it just seems it can seem more chaotic and more just like disruptive and so much more uncertainty when you think you're moving towards a certain certainty. It ends up so, showing that there is no certainty with just what's going on in life. And I, for me, and I know for you too, it's like without all this, you know, and some people have their religions and everything and stuff too, and a, and a belief as well. Like, you know, there is a certain foundation we have in that sort of sense too. But like with all this, it just makes things also make more sense, allowing us to have a willful acceptance so that we can decide and move on and move and, and, and do things and not get caught and stay stationary or stagnant or, you know, being brought down in a sort of way, you know, not to say that we don't have ups and downs. We do, but, um, that's, that's really what's got us to keep going in this, you know? And then just like you said too, anybody who, who, you know, has a podcast or wants to start a podcast, like, I think that's the main thing. And it's a main message in all life. And it seems so basic. It's like, don't stop. Don't give up. Keep going. You know, the validation comes within you with everything you do in your life. That's the main thing. Can you can you be the hero of your own story, your own hero? I like how you put the the story factor in there too, because mm-hmm. uh another thing is just uh the beginning of my journey, it was like my life was in shambles and to the point where when I had discovered the law of attraction and we all, a lot of us enter in that way into this realm of thought because you want life to get better. And so, of course we all do. But when you start truth seeking and you look at history and you look at heroic figures and and people through the past that maybe have inspired us is that you cannot in this realm, you cannot avoid pain. So it's a matter of learning to sail the seas of reality. And okay, law of attraction was great, but there was a, a complete, um, uh, oh, I didn't want to say, I. <laughs> there was a basketball thing. You're not allowed to say chink in the armor anymore. So there was a complete <laughs> dent in the, um, you know, it put a real empty space in me with the law of attraction to realize, hey, why am I not attracting certain things? And what it was, was occult knowledge and teaching you that everything is cyclic and that religions were just basically dressed up uh, truths of magic and and deep and deep hidden ancient knowledge. And so then when you see that and you realize, oh, wow, I, yeah, you can manifest the life of your dreams, but what it doesn't teach you is you're doing that for your carnal self. And then when you start to enter the occult realm of, and you see past all the superficial nonsense that the world feeds you, it's like even that teaching the law of attraction was superficial because all it was saying was, is get in your ego, meditate on what your ego wants, and then you'll manifest it, you know, through repetition and whatever. And it's like, that's great. It does work like that. The world is a mirror. But what a lot of this stuff taught me uh, as well when it comes down to that is what you want to do is find your soul first, your spirit and manifest. And when people say like, you know, manifest through God's will and all of that, what that's really saying is, is 
you want to manifest through your higher self, through your higher spirit, through your higher version of yourself. And if you don't know that self and you're manifesting for the lower, you're going to end up like a rap star on stage worshiping demons and the devil and summoning shit, or at least think you are, um, and, and, and promoting the opposite, the, the, the negative work. And yet you might get all the riches of this world, but how many times have we heard, you know, it repeated that the riches of this world, I mean, hell, you could be a good person, good spiritual person on the path and do it and then be wealthy. But if you look at statistics and the ratio factor, a lot of those people aren't happy and a lot of those people aren't spiritual, uh, spiritually adept when it comes to stuff. So it's like from where I started, I would never go back because all of the pain and suffering I experienced and even those detours and the paths I took that I thought, oh, this is it. Like I can manifest the life of my dreams. And it's like the universe smacked me up the side of the head and said, nah, because you don't know yourself yet. You don't know who you are. You're going to have to do that. And that's what astrology did for me. you know. And that's what all of this divination stuff. And regardless whether you believe it works or not, Gio made this point a long time ago, is it still gets you to reflect regardless mm-hmm. if it's really what it is. And so even if it ended up being pseudoscience, it still gets you to look within. So before you can manifest the life of your dreams and all of that, when people say God knows what you want better than what you know, to me, it goes back to that matrix code that you have somewhat of a script and a destiny in this life. And I would never take that understanding back pre-pandemic, uh, pre-life is normal, I can go out and do my thing and and start, you know, and, and even in my dating life and all of that, like, All of my mind has, every aspect of me has shifted from the suffering and the darkness and then even trying to go down positive paths and experiencing the deception. So when I would say like, if the daily transcendence had a true goal, and there's a few ways we're going to put this, is it's like, let's cut that in half for you. Let's let's try and remove all of of the distraction and let's remove all of the, say, false prophecy nonsense that people feed. And within that too, to realize that everybody has their own path and journey and that some things that you need to experience that is deception, that is pain and illusion was necessary. It was on the clock for your life. It was meant to happen. Don't feel bad and guilty about certain things. Don't, don't, don't repress an emotion because you think, oh, I'm a failure. I, I, you know, I messed up because that's where we ended up. It's like, oh no, we're on the path. And it and we could see that we're on the path, but without all of that nonsense that we went through, we would have never been sitting here. Mm-hmm. So it's never about your destination. You never know it all. If you're certain, you're full of shit. And the daily transcendence wants to remind people and ourselves of that and create a community around that and create a community of intellectual and wise people that is full of love and compassion for one another and wants to share with one another. And so if you would have asked me this question of, you know, hey man, what'd you learn this past year? Or, you know, hey, what's your goals? I'll tell you, I'm a completely different person. Just from that alone, just from allowing myself to speculate on the journey without attaching myself to a belief system. Yeah. Absolutely. Well put. I mean, that's the thing coming to understand. You know, we, you know, we say we want to get to know ourselves better, right? If that's one of the main starting points with anything, getting to know ourselves, 
um, you know, if we say that God, God knows us, then we have to come to the knowing that we have to know ourselves as God knows us then. Right. So it's being able to come from that standpoint too, if anything. Um, but yeah, I mean, plain down simple, like when, when going into that, like there's going to be ugly things. There's going to be things you don't want to really reflect on and, and you don't want to have that, uh, that openness maybe so to say with those things, but that's one of the key factors, you know, having this willingness, uh, for, for the suffering you experience a willingness to really be able to accept whatever suffering and pain it is not saying that we need to be in pain and that, you know, that it doesn't hurt or anything like, or that it's, it's, you know, things don't not feel good. Like, yeah, of course. But the pain and the suffering needs to be accepted in such a such a way that you know that it's not the end the end of the road right there. Like you know that that's that's the very thing that is your power. That is the thing that's going to help you when you can see it and reflect on it openly, honestly, and you know, and non objectively. You can sit there and begin to you know, kind of see what leads up to things, what's, what's, why and what has been. And to then be able to know how you can take your next steps, uh, next steps forward. So, um, I think that's one of the main things that we constantly stress on this is that awareness, that mindfulness, uh, in yourself. And then being able to take that once we can master that within ourselves and it's not like you have to just do one or the other and stuff like it's to practice that constantly on a daily basis. And then when you're going into a lot of these topics or these truth, uh, you know, whatever it may be, whether it's astrology, whether it's, you know, the certain things with the occult, any sort of theories or anything, uh, looking at stuff like taking that same practice while looking at those things and understanding them in such a way that it's more of of you know, am I looking at this subjectively, you know, or am I going to sit there and try to disband from the notion of whatever uh, emotional response I may be getting from this? Even if you feel the intuitions kicking in, you're even speculating on your intuition and where that comes from, you know, and what's and 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 really getting getting yourself to know better of how you are processing the information, how you process the matrix code as well. You know, what is it exactly that you're seeing? What's being revealed to you, you know, and not having expectations on some sort of answer. The only thing that you can count on is that there will be an answer for you, for yourself, for where you stand and what, what it is that you're going to take from something in order to better better yourself or to better the environment around you in in such a way so it's yeah. been it's been a hell hell of a time i don't even want to say that it's been a great time uh we've uh, there's been hellish moments yeah uh, definitely yeah and, and it's part of it but the fun part of it all and so without being too dramatic or too you know, hey, we're basting in this. It's like, yeah, I mean, this is a year uh, 
of of doing this with each other and and it's something that and me personally have done a long time but would have never thought I'd be able to do this uh and get in front of the camera and with confidence speak this stuff because at first of course you think you're crazy or you woo woo or you just want to disconnect and go into your imagination and as an artist that was always something on my mind that hey am I just a person that enjoys my imagination more than reality itself and do I want to go into these topics because I need to disconnect? And at first it was kind of like that, but there was always that intuitive side to me to know that, well, I don't think religion's got all the answers, uh, at least the way it's presented. And I don't think politicians or society has all the answers when it comes to the collective. And if there's something that I'm interested in, well, hey, let me turn this disconnect into something I absolutely enjoy, just like I did music and make it an art itself. And now that we're learning and growing and, you know, we've approached this year marker and to think like, you know, looking back and just how you, you grow as a person, I emphasize that if you allow yourself to do that and, and step out of the whole mindset that I, oh, I got to get subscribers and I got to make a lot of money or I, I this person or this person's going to think something of me and I have to do something to impress. Fuck all that. It's, when you have allowed yourself to fully embrace even your so-called negative traits or things that you think are a problem, that's that's where I started believing in the concept of God. Because when, you get, when you're in that state of surrender and you just continue and you just keep following your heart, following your, you know, following that intuitive thing of, I want to do this. I, you know, I feel like I'm meant to do it. Well, what happens? And I can vouch, I, sw- I wish I could show everybody, uh, the, especially the past year or two, of the synchronicity because when I say God speaks to you or the universe speaks to you, it's just like numbers pop up. The, uh, people say something on uh, one video and then irrelevant to that topic, somebody else says something relating to it and you start making these connections. And that's the fun part. All of a sudden, yeah. it doesn't become just this journey of healing. The healing, I think, happens automatically. But it really does become this journey of discovering that this world is mystical and that there's a code that it speaks through, which is mostly symbols. And um, then you look into history and then you realize a lot of stuff was a lie. And then it becomes a puzzle. And then you realize, man, we don't know shit. So, man, have fun with it too. Like, it's a healing journey, but it's also a journey of being a real human being, true human being, of using both hemispheres of your brain, left and right, logic, imagination, have a good time and and learn to, I mean, I don't think we really reflect enough on the fact that when you're thinking thoughts, dude, those images are floating around somewhere. Like people mm-hmm. just, assi- no, nah, it's neurons firing and it's, it's, it's like, yeah, jerk off. You are not, you're not thinking about it. Like yeah. I can't stand that and I have no tolerance for that anymore. They're because, not original. Well, that, and it's like you're parroting, you're scripting, you're writing off a script and it doesn't help the situation. And so another thing to add on to this as we hit this marker is we what we've learned in watching other truthers is they've become religions themselves as well and judgmental and basically take on the form of what organized religion did to us. And even politics, red and blue, Catholic, Christian, whatever. Like you look at these groups of people and it's like, I'm right, you're wrong. Or yeah. if you don't believe what I believe, well, then, you know, I have to smite you or tell you you're going to hell or, or whatever. And we're so conditioned now. 
But our goal is to truly allow everyone to think for themselves and to look out for one another. And then if someone's maybe thinking of a topic or something in the way where it's hurting them, I mean, like, don't be also afraid to share ideas with people. We have to learn how to communicate. So mm-hmm. it's like from what we've learned, both of us, and I'm speaking for both of us, but you can elaborate too, is like what we've learned by the speculation factor is, man, we want to tell other people like, yo, dude, there's this level, level of freedom you get and liberation when you enjoy what you're learning and you're, and you're sharing with others and you shouldn't be afraid to share it with your brothers and sisters saying you're going to be smited or that you're going to be thrown in this cancel culture jail or that people are going to think you're stupid or whatever. And it's like, well, who gives a fuck anyway? But we really want to help recondition the world because we did it ourselves. And there is that level of, of bliss, of, of having the freedom, of being yourself, thinking what you want to think, being able to go study astrology and all of this stuff and do it with an open mind and an open heart and then not be afraid to share it with the world. And it, you'd be amazed on how much you grow just with that alone, aside with the, is astrology true or not? You know, just the, yeah. the sake of doing it. Yeah, because we do. We need to tap in, back into that, that you know, critical, creative thinking and, you know, engage with our imagination a little bit more and having that freedom of expression with ourselves, you know, like, no more of like, you know, because it's like the the rat race reality has literally trapped our minds into thinking that we're like on a limit or time constraint or some sort for when we can or when we can't creatively express ourselves. And it's like, you know, we, we're constantly giving ourselves uh, permissions and, and schedules uh, of our true joys and or, you know, we convince ourselves that we can't be bothered with them or something like we think our fulfillment is what we and what we love is like secondary to all our world duties in this reality. And it's like we bought that plot line. We bought that script that they sold us. You know, when I say they, that's a subjective they. But we allowed these things that are not of our own to be used against us as leverage on top of it by being diminished on on what we find to be something that we enjoy or anything. It's like, when do we say enough is enough? And then you say, you know what, I'm going to take back my power, take back my life, you know, all my wants, my true soul desires and coming in touch with that. And, you know, it's like, when do we start to limit the power uh, over our livelihoods instead of limiting ourselves to fit with what reality's storyline is all the time or what, you know, society wants from us. You know, it's like, can we accept that our choice to, to jump ship finally? Like, can we accept that is being, it's probably going to be uncomfortable in a bit. It might be alienating as well, you know, but are we going to choose the comfort and conformity over the collected and complimentary stuff that, you know, we actually enjoy that actually make us feel more alive and liberated and stuff. And it's like, that's the choice. You know, it's, if that's the, that's the main choice. It doesn't have to be of that. Oh, I'm on this side or I'm on that side, or I believe this. And I believe that it's which one would do you, do you want? Do you want to be comfortable feeling like you're stuck in the rat race and stuck with, you know, the constant thing of the swing of how everything's going or do you want to feel more liberated with your thoughts, with your with your expressions, your creativity, and not really just plain stuff? I'm going to say it this way: not give a fuck what anybody has to say if they're not on board with it. There are other like-minded people 
You just may not notice it at times. And learning to enjoy it for yourself, you know, the, the, the rest, others will come, will come secondary as well, but you'll be okay within yourself to do it. So, yeah. And, uh, and great points because I, I think we take for granted the concepts of that we are an antenna, you know, and, and we'll figure out how it works. All I know is that a lot of the stuff we both talk about, and especially when I come off like very confident and, you know, we try to say to like not believe in things, but when you experience experience something over and over and over again and you witness it and it's it's very in your face and, you know, no one has to take anybody's word for anything. But when I say we're antenna and I, I mean that in a way where if you're doing things for other people and you're sending out the signal of that, that that's the people that you're going to attract. And so if you have ideals that come from an outside source opposed to your soul, and what do I mean when I say your soul? I just mean, it's simple. What do you love? What have you loved since you were a kid? And if you don't know, maybe you need to discover that. And so, and there's levels to it. So self-discovery, of course, step one, or at least letting go of what isn't you is step one. And then the re-self-discovery is step two. There's a different way to look at it and with many different people. But because I, you know, I take this antenna theory to not be a theory and to be absolute fact due to experience and, and witnessing it over and over again. It's like, so you take this concert, this Travis Scott concert, and you look at those kids. It's like, are they really there because they admire the dude's beliefs and ideals to the point where they feel connected and that they're getting fulfillment out of it? Or are they just getting stimulation from it? Mm-hmm. Are they getting it because all of a sudden group think kicks in, 100th monkey effect, Ten, nine kids think this beat is sick, the 10th is going to be like, okay, this beat's sick. And then they start following this crowd, this momentum factor. And so because of that, and if you take that into consideration in your own life, that the things you've ended up with in your life did they come from the outside source of them telling you that's what you should have in your life? And that's where we need to all transcend uh, in our own individual lives and as a collective itself. Let's get out of group think for a minute so we could rediscover ourselves. And then with that, then you'll re-attract the people you need. I mean, mm-hmm. Gio, it's been a few lo- it's been a lonely few years for both yeah. you and I. We're separated from you know by many, many states. Mm-hmm. And even in other friendships and relationships we've had with other people, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's been a lonely ride. But because we know this and we truly invest in it, it's like, uh, well, this is what needed to happen to then end up with our real tribe. Most yeah. people will be like, well, I'm a loner. Um, you know, uh, I guess no, nobody likes me. It's like, well, be careful what you're putting out because actually you're going to experience that if you keep saying it. But maybe the universe or the frequency you're emitting doesn't match with certain people anymore. And then you have to then readjust and then allow those new people to come in. We're not real good at surrendering to that. We get nervous. We get fearful and scared that if we lose this group of people or if you lose this job or we lose this belief system, if I was a Catholic my whole life and then on my 31st birthday, I found out that this and it made me believe something different. Well, I'm just going to be a Catholic because I'm just comfortable. And then that's when you start living your lie. And then mm-hmm. you start attracting the lie. And then all of a sudden you feel empty. And then it's like, man, I'm just depressed. I, whatever. I drink a lot. I'm drugs, whatever. It's like, well, why? Well, I'm dumb myself. You know, I don't like myself. It's like, dude, you don't like yourself or a woman. You don't like yourself. 
because you're not following what mm-hmm. truly resonates with you. So uh, there's many tools to get to this point of, okay, well, how do I find myself? Me personally, and I, I think Gia will agree, astrologically mm-hmm. was the greatest thing that could have ever happened to me because it showed start. me. It yeah. showed me who I was. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree. And I mean, and you watch it unfold even for me, but like, it's true though. Like we have to, you know, have this sort of acceptance to what it is that maybe comes with certain things. And like, you know, that whole, you know, even like what you were saying about the whole Travis Scott concert, it's like, you know, this is why we have to watch with even what we're influenced by. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, maybe there could have been certain people that are like, oh, I went to that whole thing because there was many artists playing and stuff. But I went to go see Travis Scott. I love Travis Scott. I listen to his music all the time, da, 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 whatever it may be and stuff. But have you ever top, stopped to take a second? Why? Why do you like that music? Maybe. And this is just to be an example, but like what it is that that makes you connect. How do you feel connected to it? you know, really observing those things, what kind of emotions does it bring up with you as well too and stuff. And there could be potentially the fact that it may have been an influence on you in some sort of way. And maybe you connected to it with some sort of, you know, it could, it could be very well connected to some sort of negative emotion, negative outcome. You know, a lot of times we get absorbed into songs and stuff like that because, oh man, like this brings me back to a time when I was real down, da da da, whatever and stuff. And you know you're connecting that with on a heart on a heart basis because those emotions and it triggers them again and stuff. And I'm not saying that that's all it is. You know, it could be a feel good type thing as well. And it goes right along with that whole group thing. And it's just another aspect of it. But having that awareness to be drawn in by something like that, it just gets you to say like, well, is this really me? Or is it influencing something that was maybe that was me and no longer really is? Or is it influencing a piece of me that's not actually me? You know, is it something that I've kind of just went with the flow with? And then you see. And yeah, like absolutely. The astrology, big time. I've said it all the time and constantly. And Ray's watched me because I had an awareness of astrology. Deep down, I think I had a question about it. I mean, I also... I put I put it off, you know, years before getting into it, I always put it off and stuff just because, you know, I grew up Christian. I thought, you know, that that was just not a thing uh, that was it was like looked down upon or something. And Fortune uh, teller it, yeah, and yeah, yeah, exactly. And it didn't make sense to me because I didn't understand it. I never bothered to understand it and stuff. Then I started having a certain um thought about it. And it's crazy. You want to talk about the matrix code and the reality of it, how things transpired. It started with an, you know, an X kind of talking about, you know, my sign and your sign, da, 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 whatever. And, um, that was when somebody told me, Oh, they're like, you know, there's other, there's other signs too. And I was like, Oh, I wonder what that is like of your, you know, stuff. And I'm, but I never looked into it. Never, never did. But there was a thought in my mind that I was like, I feel like there's got to be a reason why that's around. And little, you know, it just comes to show that all of a sudden this connection is made between me and you and stuff. And it comes up the astrology. And that's the first thing that I go into and watching it basically be like me looking into a mirror 
when observing those things and seeing the certain parts and not just being like, oh my God, yeah, I'm totally like that. Like, oh my, yeah. Like, no, it got me to look at certain things and be like, well, fuck. Like, I don't want to admit it. And maybe a lot of times I didn't admit it straight up front. Like maybe when me and you were going through my chart and stuff, but it made me look at certain things and deep down inside, that's that voice that says, no, 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 don't stop looking away. You need to look at this because that's one of your flaws. That's something that you do do. And it's not good. And that's the thing. It's like, are you going to choose now to look at it and try to practice or find ways to practice a sort of adjustment to it or the attitude or whatever and stuff? Or are you going to just be like, nah, fuck that, stupid, whatever. And seeing it that way kept making it break down. And I was already on a process of um, changing myself, changing my life for the better. Like I, I, I was on a path that I wanted to do anything possible to do better and make better choices than I had made. So it definitely connected with me that I was like, okay, you know, I saw already what it was getting me to look at. And these are some ugly things that I needed to look at. And I already knew that I needed to do that. So I went with it and it just unfolded more and more about myself. And I watched my life significantly improve as I did the work and address certain things that were being exposed to me. And the next thing led to the next thing. And it led to just beyond astrology because we saw how astrology was connected to so many other things, um, to understanding frequencies and vibrations and the omittance of things, you know, from above and below inside and out, like, and it was the wonder and it was the excitement of being like, wow, holy shit. Like life is not just as it seems it's, this is not all that it's made out to be like who lied to us. That's the first thing. It's like, what the fuck? How was I lied to like this? Like, how how was this possible? You think of a bunch of people too while yeah. you're doing it. It's like politics, parents, religions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, holy shit. Like, and that's the thing. And it's like, I think that's why a lot of people, they don't get anywhere is because the immediate reaction is to want to like be like, kind of have like an animosity towards things or kind of be pissed off and kind of wanting to rebel or kind of wanting to just be like, Oh yeah, fuck the system, fuck that, da da da, whatever and stuff. And it's like, you know, I said in the last video, like, there's a difference between protesting or having a contrast to some, uh, or having a contrast to something that's already, already, already present. You know, in in ways so that you can gain a momentum towards the thing you need to do to accomplish Chal- something and challenging something, but through the eyes of justice, true yeah. justice. Exactly. Yeah. I'd, um, I was trying to remember the line was, yeah. Yeah. It's it just, it, it's really is having that contrastive type of view to something that already exists. And with that, I think it's opening up a whole nother part of yourself, opens up a whole nother field of being able to find. And also when you find that in yourself, you start to find even what you enjoy. What do you truly what do you feel like you desire in life? Like that's going to feed your soul. Cause I know I went through the questions the other time. I was like, I don't know. I don't know what I want. I feel like I never do. Like I knew certain things I wanted, but the true deep depth shit, I couldn't figure it out. And this, and, and, and this allowed it to break open for me and, and it helped me along the journey. 
and being able to I, creatively express myself too. That was not something that I was, you know, right, right. Wasn't allowed to do that much. Well, and I know because your upbringing and just yeah. your surroundings and, and all of that. It's funny because you look in your chart, you got a lot of that in you. I mean, your intercepted house in Cancer, yeah. right, in Capricorn, exactly. And um, it's and it's just it's funny because most people just want a straight up answer like this is the truth A to Z. It's never like that. Astrology no. will teach you that, and a lot of other things will teach you that. But really, it's it, it only comes down to just you're learning how to think. You're learning how to reflect. You're learning how to speculate. You're learning how to use retroduction, right? To work backwards and and observe and try to learn by retroducting things. Mm -hmm. So when you do that, it doesn't matter in the end if you end up believing something, but it's a matter of have you learned how to use this and have you learned how to use this and then end the body all together. And Mm -hmm. by, by doing that, it, it really comes down to like just self-discovery, um, mm. getting on your true path. It doesn't matter what you take. You can be a Christian, Catholic, Arab, whatever. Uh, it doesn't matter ethnicity, religion, anything. You mm-hmm. can be a Republican, full-blown Catholic, Republican, astrology's nonsense, all the woo-woo shit's bullshit, complete material person but if you have the right principles and the right understanding of yourself that's all you need what astrology and all of this stuff's for is for the people that need more than that that are lost or that have an intrigue and uh, i'm i was both of those where i was lost but always had an intrigue but was always afraid to say well is this going to be a waste of time and at a point i surrendered i'm like well you know what screw it i'm going into it and I, I've mentioned over and over again, just seeing Zeitgeist alone and whatever, I don't care what anyone believes about that documentary. It's just how they sh- they showed all the patterns in history and all of that. It's like, man, there's there's so much mystery to be discovered about life. And they told us and they told you uh, and everyone that this is all there is. You got the atoms, the electrons, the protons, the neutrons. You have a body, there's space. We're on a ball of water, sw- sw- swimming around a ball of fire and that's all there is and you go to work and be obedient and listen to your masters and by the way here's the people that should inspire you we're going to tell you who you think or we think that you should follow and that should make create you into the human being you are here's all your raps rap rappers and celebrities and actors and actresses and hell i won't be biased you have those metal bands from like the 80s that were worshiping the devil and whatever. And it's cool. Hey, dude, you could do that and not be, you know, like you don't have to be this. You can be this. It doesn't matter. It's about that self-discovery. It's about how you treat other people. It's about your principles. And it's like, are you really happy? Or are you, or is your ego happy because you have good attention going your way and then you don't have to think about yourself. So it's like, Really, just learn how to think. Like that's what we want you guys to have, and we we want to get better at and all that. And we're no gods here. We're we're not the know it alls. You know, yeah. if anything, I think the per- people with the most wisdom know nothing. And yeah. what I mean by that is that mindset, and that's what got us this far. Is yeah. I, even after all the shit I learned up to this point, I know jack shit. And if I keep that yeah. mindset, I'm always going to be learning. Yeah. Being scholastically intelligent is not the same as being wise. It's a big, big difference. Mm-hmm. Um, right. 
but yeah, I mean, that's really, really it though. Feed, like feeding, you know, continuing to feed, you know, take in what, what we've been fed of, of, of kind of like what life is and who we are and, you know, what we're supposed to do and all these things and following the status quo and stuff. Like this is a reprogramming. This journey, this way of going down this road is a reprogramming of all these things so that you begin to see that that role of which we were fed is not some sort of we we that that road that we've been on and stuff is gives us a sense of insignificance. It's very easy to not have this fulfillment, not to be filled with life or excitement and stuff. And sure, a lot of people do do it in ways, but also let's look at what they're driven by. They find a passion, they find a something. Yeah, they could be driven by maybe a materialistic sort of thing, but once it's achieved, it runs out. What's next? They got to go to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing and stuff. You know, hamster wheel. Exactly. Up until the day you die. And oh, by the way, we'll reward you after you die. Yeah. And that's, that's the other thing. It's like, there's the weird reward system. Like, Oh, am I supposed to have things here now? And and now and stuff like that, am I supposed to go towards the things? It's not about the thing that you're trying to accomplish and achieve and stuff like that. It's about the process in between. It's about how it's going to make you grow and how you are going to be an effect in this world? How are you going to influence in a sort of sense as well? well. And it doesn't have to be that you're influencing millions of thousands of people. It could just be how you treat your family, your friends, anything like that. This cat's meowing. Cat wants to go out. He's he's feeling it hard right now. He's like, yeah. He's feeling the passion. (laughs) I'm going to let him out real quick. That's fine. But I mean, uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll continue. But truly, he is absolutely correct about it's and we both what we're both trying to say is in the end when you discover who you really are and you're not doing it for other people there's a liberation factor and there's this freedom factor and then you realize like you know like a lot of people go down the down a path and you've made friends and you've done so many things you're at a certain career job and you've lived with this person, whatever, any decisions. And a lot of people I feel like, and including myself, have done this, where you're so far in the story you started to create that you don't want to feel like you wasted your time. You know, and because you don't, you feel, you don't want to feel like you wasted your time. It's like, oh my God, I went so far down this path. It's like, well, fuck it. I'm already down this path. I'm not turning back. And that's actually the downfall moment to a lot of people. When you're getting those signals to say, Actually, dude, it's 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 time. It's time you let go of this life. Get rid of those people and and drop what you're doing and reset. And a lot of people feel like if and I'm speaking for you a lot of you and I, but like I'm just going by my personal experiences. It's like, you know, I've been so into a relationship or you know, my the story has been rolling on and on and on in my life and it's like you perpetuate the suffering because you have to admit that what would society would tell you is that you failed. You got a divorce. You lost your job. You know, this or that gets taken out of your life. And society is there to tell you, well, champ, you failed. Now you got to go back to the bottom. You got to go be single. You're not going to have the money you were making, whatever. And this society will make you feel like you are a failure. And yet those are moments of transformation. That's the death rebirth moment of the spirit, you know? So 
it, it, it's just like from, it, it, it doesn't matter if you believe in this occult knowledge or ancient knowledge, but when you compare it, and not on a belief level, but the mindset you obtain through the traveling through it, the journey through it, opposed to what you learned and how you learned how to be in society, it's even better to just go learn shit without believing anything and developing that way opposed to like just being playing that secured, uh, uh, you know, that, oh, well, I have my job. I have this, this, and I'm not going let to let it go. It's like, no, take the journey where you learn. Because mm-hmm. I'm telling you, there's so many more rewards to it. We have to get out of the instant gratification uh, mindset. I get, I got an app where I get my food and I got people delivering me things. And all of a sudden now I can get someone delivering me my cigarettes and, and this. I don't got to even move. I, I'm like a king in my own right or queen in my own right. And that might be somewhat temporarily satisfying to you or to anybody else. Of course, when we get breaks like that, it's nice. But when you go through the hard work and the suffering and you realize you learn that surrendering and letting go and going through these death and rebirth processes, that when you when you come out the other side like the butterfly in a new area of your life, you are renewed in spirit. And so wherever you're at in life and whatever it is you believe and you're not feeling good about yourself or what you're surrounded by or what you're experiencing, well, maybe that is life saying, this is surrender time. Get rid of it. Drop it. Don't be afraid. Don't listen to society when they say you failed. You have not failed. And when you don't follow the crowd and go listen to all the bullshit music and watch all these terrible new movies and follow entertainment and celebrities, and when you don't and then you feel like an outcast, you are not the outcast. Mm -hmm. You are the smart one. You are the one that is becoming self, true self. And that's where the true happiness in everybody's life is. And so, and when I generally say this too, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm saying this is what I've witnessed so far as a young, as a young man that has been through a lot and watched other people around me go through a lot. And I'm just, I know that we're both, Gio, both you and I are intelligent enough and wise enough to at least realize that that is more truthful than anything society itself will tell you. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I wouldn't be sitting here in front of you either. Like, you know, it's not something that comes up in conversation all the time and stuff. But like, let's be honest, since getting into this stuff as well, like, you know, I was coming out of having some not so good habits with alcohol and stuff, too. And I really do feel like this actually got me to get off that path completely, not teetering here and there and stuff like get me off that path and get my life straight as well, too. So it has that powerful effect too. like not from, oh, I watched somebody do it, too. Like, of course, I've watched people improve their lives as well, you know, but like I can firsthand even give you that experience of being like, yeah, absolutely. Like it's allowed me to get past that as well. And it's true. You know, you say this whole instant gratification Uh, thing as well like we don't realize how all that is numbing us out it numbs you because you know what 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 is it that we have to like we don't realize it that we've actually we think that we've evolved more we've de-evolved like we the fact that like you think about it when you need to know something figure something out even the fact of watching 
you know, watching your favorite show or something like that, right? What did you used to have to do before computer, before internet, before all this stuff, before wait. Google, you had to wait, you had to go get, go to the library, go pull out some books and go through them. You had to work for it. You had to learn how to do those things. You know, you had to make sure you sat down at that time and watched that friggin' show. You didn't get to DVR it. You didn't get to just, oh, I'm going to go on Netflix or whatever and stuff. Like these things just come instantly to us. You don't think that those things maybe make us devolve, that we don't know, we don't know how to um, obtain things with a, a true effort. You know, this, this does have, this does have psychological consequences and we don't even realize that. And that's the thing. It's like, we not to, we need to not be so willfully accepting of just what, what it is that they're constantly feeding us. We've been programmed into, to being a consumerist society, buying shit that we don't fucking need half the time thinking and letting letting it be advertised to us that it's something we do need and we can't live without it. It's bullshit. Need to learn to live without it. Then you learn to have a little bit more of that freedom within yourself. And, and maybe you'll start to be happier because you think, well, Oh, I just, once I'm able to buy this thing, I'll be happier. Once I have this much money, I'll be happier. Once I have this job, I'll be happier. When really you eliminate, eliminate those things. And you'll realize that everything you do have is all that you need at times. And you realize that it's like, oh, wow. You know, well, then what is it that makes me happy then? And that's all stuff that is going to be your joys, whether it's being with family more, whether it's, you know, learning how to pick up a hobby that you like and not to sit there and post it on the gram or nothing like that, like doing it because you purely can dive into it, enjoy it. You know, those are, those are the, the self-discoveries that come with all of this as well, especially when realizing the importance of tapping into that part of the mind, tapping into that part of our emotions and utilizing our emotions in such a way. You know, those are the things that it's like, if you don't feel a drive towards discovering these things, as far as maybe the details of whether it's astrology, occult stuff, whatever it may be, understanding that that's a potential for going into these things, that can be the drive to start doing it and maybe focusing on certain things. Stop putting off that project you wanted to try or you wanted to do. Stop putting off the fact that you wanted to write a song, whatever it may be. Like it's those things, you know, or to disconnect from certain things, like we said. Yeah. You know, just, just don't, don't wait up and don't hold back. And that's, one last thing for on, on the topic of, you know, how do we feel about the, like our, our journey up till now and especially doing the podcast and trying to gather up information and wisdom and, and bring it out to you guys because it played some sort of vital role in our own life is it's just just go for it. And if you look at the world now, it's the best time to go for it. Stop being distracted. They want that that urge for. Uh, instant gratification and you just being satisfied with what you have and let us pay for you and whatever and let technology do the job for you because it makes you obedient. It makes you, um, uh, oh my God, docile, right? It wasn't docile. Yeah. Um, and, and, and passive. And by that, you know, when they eliminate your drive, 
Well, when you need that drive to stick up for yourself or hold on to your rights or hold on to your life, you ain't going to have it. And so it, it, it's a matter of conditioning and we have to think about the long-term effects of everything and also experience uh, some trials and tribulations in our own life because they're going to happen anyway. And if you don't think they're going to happen, you're in absolute denial because I think we can all, as a collective here, vouch for the fact that you run away from pain, it'll catch up to you. Yeah. If something's meant to happen, it will. And so, yeah. I, but I, it, to be honest, and to all of you, and please take this perspective from me and use it for something is like with this world that we live in, this realm we live in, that there is a code and there is a pattern and a language to it and that it's more divine and mystical than you can ever imagine. And after years and years of studying, I'm nowhere near the answer Mm -hmm. of, you know, why or what or whatever. Why, like what puts me here and why? But all I know is that I've been nudged to, and that this interest in, and uh, it's like something I could put a lot of time and hard work into, and I wake up every day and want to do it again. And there you go. There's your path. Don't think about the money. Don't think about whatever. Don't be careless and think, well, okay, I'm just going to go write music and play on the boardwalk and quit my job. Do it the right way. There's a part of it where you got to play the game that's been laid out for you, but it's like, well, we could rebuild the game if we start beating the game where it's at and start changing the rules ourselves as a collective to be then something that's useful and helpful to the whole collective. I don't understand why there's, say, poverty in 2021. And when you have multiple billionaires and all these corporations that all they care about, like, how do we not see that? So yeah, it's like, okay, we've been given the tools and the technology, but now we have to retune this technology Mm-hmm. to be more efficient and more appreciative of what we have and how we could use it for other people. That thing that you need to do for other people, that is that gift that you were given. The thing that you love to do or whatever is there to give back. And so it, it can't work any other way. You shouldn't be forced to go things you do, do things you don't want to do. That's I think we all agree on that. And I know we're all pampered yeah. enough to believe that. Well, I'm me and I, sh- I don't have to go do the things that don't. Okay, well, that's fine. It's a, it's a, you're a little pricky. We're all a little pricky about it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we are right in that way where you only get so many years to live. So you should be spending, you should be spending this time on this planet uh, or plane uh, the way that we desire to. But they tell you immediately that, uh-uh, you got to go through our system and do it our way first. It's like, we got to switch that around. And if we do and can figure out a way to then have to re- deprogram, re-self-discover, um, because we thought we discovered ourselves and we didn't, but you, you, sell, you go through a rebirth process and find out who you are. And then we remold this world to then provide for every living human being on the planet, not only for their simple basic needs, but also for the needs of their spirit and soul. And so as we're entering the new age and then you see these shitty things going on and you see the entertainment industry and all this satanic nonsense that's going on around the world, the dark side's falling apart. What side will you pick? All I know is that here on the bright side, it's going to be a world where you can do what you want and, and, and where it is what you're doing, what you want is not only what you love, but what you can give to other people. And that's what the world's going to turn into. And this is a prediction of mine in a sense. So I'm coming off Mm -hmm. a little preachy, but that's that's it. I mean, this is the time now to do it. Don't yeah. miss the boat. Don't be under the spell, the hypnotic spell 
of you got to follow these people. If you can't see it up till now, I don't know if anybody could help you. Yeah. I mean, just look around. Look at the instability. There is no... St- with the things that we've thought that were stable and, st- and, and the things to do that we thought were certain are no longer certain anymore. So what better time than to do this and make these choices now? Redefine what structure and stability means to yourself as well. You know, stop f- sitting at the bottom of fucking shit hill with your mouth open. Like, it's better to like do, Travis go Scott. A- Yeah, basically. And it's better to to go and pursue the things that you want to try and accept the fact that you might eat a couple turds on the way. But that's better than sitting here and being force fed the shit that society has been giving us. You know, it's okay. Like, you fall down eight, get up nine. Like, that's that that's that's the true push forward in society. So yeah, I mean, that's that's what we're going to continue on and everything that's the main the main point in addressing when it comes to all these all these things, all these topics and understanding. It's it's for for this purpose as well. Um yeah, that that is the goal. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. to transcend and to open the minds of people at least so they could think for themselves. It's never about what you believe. It's never about what we believe. It's about being able to listen to one another, to be able to expand your mind and learn how to use each side of it holistically. And by doing that, bettering your own life and bettering the lives lives around you. And so that we can finally figure out this big old puzzle and mystery of who's on the dark and who's on the light and how we could feed uh, mm-hmm. every human being and house every human being on this planet, opposed to what jerk off needs a new purse and Lamborghini and needs to make another music video and show people what shiny necklace he has on when yet he could have just bought thousands of kids a dinner. And yeah. so our minds are just not in the right place. And so mm-hmm. we come kindheartedly and wholeheartedly to you and to everybody who's willing to listen and join the, join the, you know, the movement here on, uh, on rediscovering not only ourselves, but the, to, to, to solve these problems we have and to get this evil off the earth and to finally enter say into this new age as astrologers would say yeah big time so that's that's that main thing that want to address when it comes to you know this whole recap of the journey we've been on the things we've experienced how you know how we're going to move forward and stuff like that too um but also want to talk about some of you know on a on a on a more so I mean that was pretty bright if you ask me, but but on a on a on a more introspective note, um, you know, just want to also give a little insight of some of the things that we're gonna be going into that we're gonna be uh talking about, releasing um potential working with others and stuff on, on the show and stuff. And that's the other thing too. Also, like don't make sure as you're going through this, say you're taking this. Uh, taking this this word, you know, and you're really going to act upon it. Be weary of of hermiting as well. Remember to be able to. I mean, don't right away go and put outside yourself. You ain't got to tell everybody everything all the time as well. Too, you know, we've said about how energy can sometimes be. You know, your energy. You may be excited about something. You may be doing something excited and stuff, and you tell somebody something could get weirdly snipped with that and they could siphon your energy, whatever it may be. But, um, but remember, keep that in the back of your mind and the back of your heart as well. And stuff is, 
is the collective. You know, you are the collective as well. So, but, um, but yeah, um, going forward, I know we are going to have uh, presented uh, with more so of this current events, what's going on between, you know, we've been talking about egregores, the pendulum, the occult and, and types of rituals, what they are, what they really mean, who's they and what's, you know, is there a they like we're going to clear all that up, especially uh, using even this whole incident that's happened with Travis Scott, you know, also how it ties in. By the way, yes, and yes, condolences to definitely the, the, you know those people that lost their life. Very, very young people, those young as fourteen years old, and you know, people that have gotten hurt too. It's crazy, mm-hmm. it's crazy, and like this is this is the very thing that just feeds this this negative side of reality and stuff. Um, but we can transcend it. But yeah, so we're going to connect that. How what we've been talking about all along is really the insight to have on all this um and also how it relates to um you know what we're seeing in la palma spain with the volcano as well you know the interpretations of things we've talked about when it comes to magnetism and ley lines and structures and geometric geometric patterns and frequencies as well so we're going to get more in depth in that as well um let's see what else um um, well, basically just breaking down the synchronicities of all of the symbols and signs and patterns of all of these things and how they play out in the world and how it's always, it's, it's, it's always a little probably deeper than what most people see is like, there's always diff- like deeper levels. So to take all this and transmute it into the fact that reality does have a script and not everything is just the bad guy because the bad guy is the bad guy, but we all have our roles in our journey to evolution. So whatever mm-hmm. that may be, and and that can involve psychology. It can involve uh, with the cult. It's like numerology, astrology, all that stuff. But simple psychology, um, seeing through the illusions of just simple narcissism and, and all of that. So there's different levels to see it. Whether it's metaphysical, whether it's psychological, and so as for specifics, I mean, I'm pretty sure you hit it all. Yeah. True. Yeah. And then you like you just said it too. That was the one thing was even astrologically how that once again comes into effect, because I will just say it here, plain and simple like this. I mean, the astrology creates a snapshot in reality, basically for us to view and to see the elements of it in that time and what we may be revisiting uh, again as well um and the type of energetic influences within nature in that sort of way um so that's also going to be part of it as well mm-hmm. oh yeah and then also we are going to be doing um after friday the 13th um we'll be doing the recording on monday but um when it'll be out will be probably a few days later that week or Sometime something next week yeah mm-hmm. uh but we're going to be doing a talk with with Ann, uh, who we did when we were on um, with her and Erica Oden um, on, what was your show called again? It was uh, again? Venus After Dark. Venus After Dark. That's right. Because I was, they have the two It's a network called High Vibe TV run by mm-hmm. the Leo King. And these ladies had a, uh, had a show and invited, invited us on mm-hmm. to talk about masculine and feminine. So recently we've been in touch with Ann because a lot of changes have happened in her personal life mm-hmm. and including her, one of her colleagues too. 
his name's Jax, who's an astrologer. We're going to have mm-hmm. them on, and we're going to talk about uh, the Salem witch trials. We're going to mm-hmm. talk about astrological history, history itself, uh, how things are repeating. And the fact is, is th- these are the reveals that the universe gives us where you look back in history, and mm-hmm. if you kind of compare this time to the witch trials and the unveed and the veed and all that stuff, mm-hmm. there's a lot of parallels. And I'm a person that fully invests in parallels because those are what help you see mm-hmm. through the matrix code. Yeah, big time. So that's going to be something you don't want to miss because we're going to get great perspective from in on the historical side, uh, who this really what she specializes in. And then especially with Jax on the astrological side, including ourselves and stuff. And then even what we've been discussing, how it ties into um, just the overall swinging of the pendulum when it comes to consciousness and maybe during those times. And like you said, how it parallels till now uh, as well. And the potentials for, you know, what we see and what we think about rituals and the occult and all that. So a lot of exciting content to be coming soon. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just going to continue growing. It's going to continue to to get there and clarify and everything. Um and clarify within ourselves. And of course, like we always say, like we want that community aspect. We want to hear from everybody, reach out, connect to us, you know, whether it's Facebook, whether it's through comment sections, um, you know, let us know, let's open up this forum of discussion as well. And, and also, you know, so we can also maybe go more in depth potentially on some thoughts or concerns or questions uh, that, that people uh, may have as well when it comes to all this or com- completely unrelated at times, but I'll find, I'm sure we'll find a way how it is related though. That's, that's the beauty of it. Yep. We will. Yeah. So please embark with us on this journey mm-hmm. and, uh, stay updated, subscribe, like, share, follow us everywhere. We have a Twitter, Instagram, the YouTube channel. We might be moving over to Odyssey. There's, we have a, we do have a channel over there already. Uh, depending on what goes on with YouTube in the next few months. Uh, we have noticed some odd things with our subscriptions uh, and numbers fluxing and just certain things going on. So uh, yeah. it could get a little weird. And uh, it's funny because a lot of astrologers, they're talking about this whole Jupiter and Pisces and all of that and, and things going on there, that there could be a lot of deception when it comes to all of this. So we have to be on the lookout. So just uh, make sure you're in touch with us, at least on some of the social media, so you can get some updates from us and we could tell you what's going on. And uh, we promise you that it's going to get a lot more interesting. Uh, After only a year, we think we've grown so much as people and podcasters, and we've made a lot of friends on the way, and we look to make a lot more. We look to build a community um, and mark our words. I mean, right now, after a year, we've only, we've, to anyone who who does this or is, is trying to do this, it's not easy because a lot of the times it's it's hard to get up the hill of not mm-hmm. or feeling like you're not getting anywhere. But this is when it comes down to knowing your journey, your destiny, and understanding who you are, that that stuff doesn't matter. So our tempo, let's say, hasn't been to what we expected. Um, but what I've learned is, yeah, that's what goes on. You have to keep going. And so we feel mm-hmm. like we're at that point where there's going to be a breakthrough And we have Mm -hmm. so much knowledge and things to break down and so many things to do all at once. And it's only the two of us. So, of course, any support is always greatly appreciated uh, and the patience as well. 
and allowing us to continue to get better as podcasters and content creators and even people and uh, growing with us. It's something we we adore and we mm-hmm. want more of. So anything you can do to, uh, you know, whether it's advice or a few comments, some uh, something, some sort of interaction, it doesn't yeah. matter. Helping That's with what the we algorithm, want. Mm-hmm. share. Yeah, I this definitely it's definitely not a it, when it comes down to podcasting. This is not an easy niche as well. Um, oh, it's it millions now. But now it's like it, you know everyone and their mother. Has yeah, a podcast, so. <laughs> exactly. But you know what's what's easy isn't always good, and what's good isn't always coming easy. So right. you know that's that's the that's the way to go. But yeah, uh, once again, just want to say thank you to everybody who listens, subscribed, especially our day ones. Uh, you know who you are. We appreciate you. Uh, and yeah, we'll continue to deliver. Till next time. Peace out. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.